You're listening to an episode of CMO Spotlight on KRCU Public Radio with me, your host, Ashton Randolph. I've invited Tyler Lofton, an alumnus from Southeast's first cohort of the Professional Pilot Program, here to talk to me today about his experiences and education at CMO. Tyler, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm Tyler Lofton. I am currently 22, and I just graduated in December with a degree from SEMO with Professional Pilot. You are part of SEMO's inaugural class, right? The first cohort to graduate from Southeast, which is really awesome. And so what made you decide that you wanted to become a pilot? I've always wanted to become a pilot uh, ever since I guess I took my first flight when I was maybe five or six, seeing all those instruments, wanting to know how they worked. Basically, you know, if you kind of view it from a reference point of a few hundred years ago, you get in a metal tube and you teleport to somewhere, which is really cool if you think about it. You're anywhere in the world in, you know, less than 12 hours, which is pretty amazing. Definitely. I know that I much prefer flying over driving. For me, at least, it's safer, too. Maybe that says more about my driving than anything else. Describe your hands-on field experiences at the Cape Girardeau Regional Airport. Obviously, we need an airport to take off from and land at. So that's where we do most of our main operations. That's, you know, necessary to become a pilot, right? You need to learn how to fly an airplane to fly an airplane. But Cape Girardeau, since it has a tower and it has a regular airline that actually comes in, you get a lot of educational osmosis because a lot of the students who fly for the program also work at the airport. They fuel up aircraft. They can help get baggage on and off the plane. So you get to really learn how your career might look five, six years from now, which is uh, pretty amazing. And then, you know, you also have all these pilots from general aviation who fly their own airplanes in, and you just get this wealth of knowledge that really concentrates at the airport. Did you have any mentors while you were at SEMO, whether that be professors or people at the airport that you feel like really influenced your experiences? The main mentor is the director of the department, Miranda Sullivan. She came in from South Dakota State University, and she really just grabbed the program by the range. She's really experienced. She's really knowledgeable. And if you particularly want to teach in aviation, she's the main person to look to. She really makes going to class an event. What are some lessons that you learned through your participation in the program that you will use and implement into your professional career as a pilot? Since it is a class, you have to learn how to get along with people that you typically wouldn't normally do that with. This program is different as opposed to other airports where there's no university affiliation. Usually it's just the student and the instructor relationship as opposed to SEMO where you also have a student instructor, but then you also have peers, you know, your classmates, your professor. That really helps you get along with group thinking and crew resource management, which is a big thing in aviation, tells you how to deal and how to delegate workloads to any potential other crew members of your aircraft. Having classmates really helps get around that older, if you will. Having other viewpoints will allow you to diversify your view. And whenever I think about pilots in general, I think of the nucleus of the airplane, the control center that regulates everybody else. So can you kind of describe how you delegate those roles to other members on the aircraft? 
So for the smaller aircraft, you may not have another person. So obviously, if you have passengers, but the pilot is responsible for everything on the aircraft. Whenever it gets to like larger airplanes, you know, you can have two or maybe even three pilots and even flight attendants. Still comes down to what we call the uh, PIC, the pilot in command. They are responsible to making sure that the aircraft is going to take off, that the maintenance is fine, that, you know, there's no unruly passengers. And in terms of the final say, it comes down to the captain or the PIC. That can be really difficult for people who just want to fly. If you don't have any of those people skills, any of those delegation skills, like you said, there's a program here at CMO that helps you learn how to break barriers, not think about just like flying the airplane, but how to deal within the airplane. And now that you have graduated from SEMO, what are your plans for the future? I currently hold a commercial multi-engine license. Hopefully within the next week or so, I will have an instructor's license, which will allow me to go up and teach people. For the future, pretty much sky's the limit, right? My main objective is to teach here at the airport. They have a constant flux of students. I know the procedures. I know how safe they are. I know what to do. I know their aircraft because I've been flying them. But if I really wanted to, I can go to any other airport with a flight school where they just have one or two airplanes and fly one or two students a month and fly there. That's not as ideal because in aviation, Everything is measured in how many hours you have flying, right? Thanks to CMO, I'm going to be getting a restricted ATP, which is a restricted airline transport pilot's license, which allows me to go fly those big jets at a reduction of 500 hours. So once I hit my limit, I can go fly somewhere else. So the faster I get there, the faster I can make bigger money and do what I really want to do. If you could fly anywhere in the world, where would you fly to and why? I guess I would want to fly to probably Tokyo or something. I've always wanted to do like the longer haul flights, just being alone, you know, in a metal tube over the ocean. That might freak some people out, but I see it as quite relaxing, quite literally, you know, the furthest possible distance from wherever your problems may be. And having those physical disconnects from the real world can help you. And then Tokyo, because it's a bustling metropolitan area, it's a really busy airport. I just think approaching over the city would be really pretty and be really entertaining. I think one day you should definitely do it. Tyler, thank you so much for coming on to SEMO Spotlight. We hope you get that next licensing and start teaching future pilots. Thank you.